Sunday. What a day. January's been off the charts. Jay Bakley with Grant Nicholson producing the operation. Dustman, no voice today. Uh, back with you next week. Pitney on the Chiefs play. I'll be there after the game. I think we had some special programming next weekend, throughout the weekend. So stay tuned for that. We'll keep you busy. You heard the uh, playoff release. That was actually Friday at 13. Are you uh, superstitious, Grant, or just uh, what's Michael Scott say in the office? A little stitious? A little stitious. Yeah. Are you a little stitious or are you superstitious? Uh, I'm I'm not superstitious. Black cats going underneath ladders, all that stuff. I, don't I kind of am, care. man. Like if you break a mirror, you're like, Oof, watch out. Well, I did have surgery once in high school on Friday the 13th. My sister's birthday is on the 13th. So every handful of years, it's on Friday the 13th. You know, hospitals don't have 13 floors. They don't? So that goes to the 14th. I mean, they have 13 floors. I know, but they just like name them something the different. Hotel, same way. See, I don't care. I, I'm down with the 13th. Might as well. But uh, it was a great party on Friday the 13th. So just got to get out there and do it. But I, I guess I'm superstitious. My junior year, we lost to our rivals in high school football. And this is completely disgusting, what I'm about to say, Grant. But a bunch of us made a pact, and we wore the same, like, football camp shorts that we had underneath our football pads the entire year. I know that's until we beat that team. Until we beat our rivals again, um, which was at Oak Park. We played Park Hill. That was our rival. But, yeah, we wore and those things were standing up, man. But you know what? You're uh, 18, and you don't care. Like, there's a lot of things you just don't care about, and that was one of them, you know, but I was superstitious. Now, I've got to be the same thing. Like, i got to sit in the same place. And I remember sitting here with Henry Lake when that uh, Royals come back against the Astros. He was sitting in that production room, and he did not leave. He had to pee. He did not leave or to go bathroom till the Royals won that game. I have to be in the same place. Like, every Chiefs game, I sit in the same place right here in the studio. Exactly. Have the TV, same volume, everything. So, yes, I am a little stitious. I, I mean, when they won the Super Bowl and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, I did wear the same, essentially the same shirt. Great, you still have it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, I mean, not really. I'm not superstitious at all. I think we all are. We don't want to admit it, but I think uh, we don't admit it. I think there's a lot of things we do for habit. Like, you'll see those socks or something. Like, I'm going to wear these again. Chiefs look green. Or, hey. You have a shirt on and the Chiefs got blown out like the last. They don't get blown out, actually. Mahomes only lost twice in his career by more than a score. So you sit there and go, well, I got to put a different shirt on. Like, you're not going to, if the Chiefs played like crap, you're going to go with something where they dominate, right? That's like true. Like when the Chiefs played the Niners this year and really gave the Niners that last L before this run that they've been going on, they scored 44 in Frisco. Remember that? The number one defense in the NFL, the number one scoring defense. My favorite Chiefs game of the year was Frisco. Maybe you do that. Let's go out to the phone lines again at 913-586-7610. Talk to my man who showed up at the beer party at Center Block on Friday night. And he brought me some fantastic salad dressing from Old Shawnee Pizza. Big T and Shawnee, what's up? Hey, hey, man, just having some breakfast with Bink and uh, 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 Grant. I'm glad you're on this morning, Bink. Good hearing from you. Well, Dustman lost his voice, man. Did he? Yeah, he had, that was fun, man. That was a good time down there. Um, just having breakfast, made some French toast, some eggs and bacon. And I think I want to ask you, what you with, when you make bacon with stuff like that, do you like dipping it in syrup? Here's the thing, Big T, is I don't cook, man. During the pandemic, I tried and I <laughs> failed. No, seriously, I tried and I completely failed. I even watch YouTube. I watch all the Food Network. There's only one time I've ever I, – I can grill. 
Like I can grill, but I can't cook. And well, so, that's what I do. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, bacon but... I get from like Sam's, like real bacon, but it's like already chopped up. But yes, bacon and syrup would be fantastic. If I go out to a restaurant, definitely the bacon and the syrup, man. Heck yeah, you got to. But yeah, I mean, I love to cook. But Bink, man, that was a fantastic time down there. We had a great time. And you're right, that Pilsner, that's a good, uh, good crisp beer. I recommend it to everyone. Uh, great company down there. Met some nice gals down there. Matter of fact, she might be listening out. She's a big fan of the show. She listens to all you guys' show. Her name's Steph, so she's listening. Shout out to Steph and her friend uh, Michelle and uh, her 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 sister in law Beth. They're all outstanding, nice chicks, man. Keep it up, man. But but Bink, I agree with you. You're talking about that way. You still a single guy, Big T? Well, I had yeah, I, I am now. I was before, phone but I am numbers, now. Man? Man, we were talking. These gals, they were so nice, but a lot of them had rings on their finger. But you know what? Hey, man, whatever happened. Turn on that choo choo charm, man. Choo choo, choo choo. <laughs> Give me your number. You know, had a good time. Yeah, it was fun, man. A lot of nice girls down there. But I tell you what, the old, the old man, he was hitting a home run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I hope it works out for him. Nice people down there. But we, we're part of vision. You're right. I mean, look at all the what happened in the old. The Chargers, and you went through it. Old Denver with Russell, that's right. And, you know, look at the, uh, the rest of the teams, you know. The Chargers choke, big. 27, 27 point choke job. I, if I was them, I would fight because you're right. They shouldn't have made the playoffs last year. That guy, that coach is bad. That team could go further. But they also, as a team, choked. But it's the Chiefs. And let's just keep this thing rolling. And, you know what I like today? I like Buffalo. Baby. I got a little parlay. I got uh, Allen over a touchdown and a half. Josh uh, uh, Diggs and, and uh, anytime score. And then Knox, too. But also, I got a separate one with uh, Bengals Chase, touchdown over his yards at 76 and a half. The money line there. And then a Mixon touchdown. So uh, let's just keep this thing rolling. Can't wait who we're going to play. I guess we're playing the Jags. Do they know what they have been? You know what? It looks like the Jaguars. You know, funny thing is, did you did you place any money on the Jags uh, with the roving line when the uh, Chargers had the big lead? Because you get a bank. Nope. And you live in Kansas, don't you? Well, I go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. I live, I live on the Kansas side, but I go back and forth. Um, but I did place the money on. Uh, I did win that. Uh, I had a plus three with the Jags. I got a little parlay in with the Cincinnati. The money, or yeah. Uh, Cincinnati or Frisco on the money line. I already won. Then Tampa on the money line today, and then I also got the uh, 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 touchdown score for uh, uh, what's the dude for uh, uh, Frisco? I already had McCaffrey, so I just need two things to hit today: Tampa, and, and uh, 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 that's it. Tampa. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow. You got to wait till tomorrow. Oh, on Monday, one. yeah, that's yeah. right. On Monday. So I don't know who do you think is going to win that game, Bing. You know what? I'm going to go with the uh, Cowboys in that game against my better judgment. Uh, I do feel they're a better team. They're not playing well now. I, I don't like the coaching with McCarthy, but hey, man, I, I I hate to do it because I'm going to look stupid the next day like Grant. I'm going to say Brady is going to win the game. Well, I'm going to say I mean, the Cowboys are, but watch Brady win the game. And it's it's like a coin. For, you don't know. You like you said, they they weren't playing well. But but Tampa, you've been waiting for them all year. But how can you bet against Brady? What is he eight zero against the against the Cowboys? But it's going to be fun to watch. Let's let's watch all these guys beat the hell out of each other. And I can't wait till we beat the Jags. Let's beat their asses next. Uh, whenever day we play them, go Chiefs. Choo-choo, choo-choo, choo-choo.
There you go, Big T and Shawnee. What lady wouldn't want that? Grant, seriously. Beats me. And the only reason I said that about you is because I'm going to look foolish like you were with the uh, your smack talk yesterday against the uh, Jaguars. Oh, because of the thing I said at halftime? Yeah. It isn't private. It, private. it wasn't a public forum. Don't you know better, though? How would I know better? Because it's the NFL. You think that I'm sitting there thinking, oh, what if they you come back? You saw the Jeff Saturday come back, I and Brandon Staley goes, hold my beer. You just got to get the jokes off sometimes. I guess, man. The outcome came out in my favor. I wanted to face the Jags over the Chargers. Yeah, I'm just hoping for good games today. I don't think we're going to see it in Buffalo at game. I don't think which comes up at noon. What would a weekend too? You got three games today. You got a game tomorrow. This is football fans late. I told you I went beer shopping. So this is this is football fans 100 percent delight. Isn't it fun? I'm going to talk about it next. But the the hatred towards the Chiefs, Grant. One of these AFC games. One of these games, either the, the Bills, Dolphins, or uh, Bengals, Ravens. One of those is going to be sneaky good. One of those is going to be a one-score game late. Just you, telling you now. You really think so? Like a late? Yeah, I do. Just because well, it's the NFL, and they'll make a call, and something will work out, and somebody will have a bad game and a turnover and a pick six or something. But quarterbacks don't win. It's like, what, 14-35 with quarterbacks making their debut in the postseason. I don't like it. Um, I like I think Josh gonna, Allen's got the experience. I think Buffalo's a team taking those steps, even though last year they should have, they should have had an AFC home field advantage last year, but they choked. Because once they beat the Chiefs, they had the mark on their back as the number one team in the AFC. And what they do? They went and peed down their legs the following week against Tennessee. And then they lost to J- Indy 41-15 at home. Oh, and they lost to the crap Jags. I know it's a different Jags team this year, but last year they sucked. Look, I'm not saying that they're going to win. I'm saying one of those games will be close. Somebody's making going to make it a little frisky and put one of the fear of God into those teams. I hope so because I think it's going to be a fire pit on both these games today. I think with Buffalo, so I don't really think it is. You're only looking for Giants-Vikings to save you today? I think my beer might be the best thing about those games. But I'll watch them, and I watch them till the end, and I hope for the comeback. Last night was fun. Last night was completely fun watching that Chargers game. Because, one, it was a team in the division melting down. I mean, it does suck. Cause hope, I mean, Brandon Staley's probably going to be fired. They're probably going to get some legitimacy now with that team. But, man, just that comeback by the Jags. Second down goal from the nine. Dropping, looking, fires through the right corner of the end zone, and that ball is caught for the touchdown! Christian Kirk for the score! And I'm playing Christian Kirk because he's in my, t- my touchdown a playoff draft, but he gets another game, right? So he'll get one more game at least against, I think, Kansas City. But who could beat this two-point conversion? Because remember they moved the ball up to the one because of Bosa having a temper tantrum? Trevor drives to the end zone. It is good. He got it into the end zone. He spikes the ball. It's a 30-28 to game. That was the best quarterback sneak I think I've seen because he's got those long arms, that 6-6 frame. Did you know he's now 34-0 on Saturdays? Trevor Lawrence going back to high school because <laughs> every once in a while they play on Saturday, typically Friday, but in college football, it's always Saturday, right? Until he lost in the national championship game but on it Monday. Saturday. Yeah, but he's 34 and 0 on Saturday. So he never lost a Saturday game at Clemson. He's Mr. Saturday, man. But they only won one championship. I thought, right? Yeah, but they, but he lost in the playoffs. Okay. But he is undefeated on Saturdays. He's now 34 and 0. Aren't the semifinal games on Saturdays? On Saturday. I, he's 34-0 on Saturdays. Okay, all right. 
He's never lost, Grant. What part oh, of that don't sorry. you understand? I'm just confirming. Just confirming. He's 34 0. Uh, the number seven seed is now 0 5 since the NFL expanded to 14 teams in the postseason. Also, the Chargers become the first team in postseason history to be plus five at the turnover margin to lose. Um, teams were 17 and 0 with five turnovers. I don't care what team you, you give them five turnovers, you're going to win the game. The Chargers like blew that in epic fat. Five turnovers, man. That was ridiculous. But coming up next, why the Chiefs are the hated team. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Welcome back, Jay Blinkley, Grant Nicholson. How about that, man? MJ Melendez and Massey with uh, Cody Gold. That's going to be fun. Are you missing baseball? Are you famished for baseball, Grant? Do you want me to answer honestly? No, I want you to lie to me. Then, yeah, I miss baseball a lot. I right, tell the truth. No, no, I do not miss baseball. I do. I know you do, Jay. Well, I, I think it's fun. I mean, this, I, this is I football. It, this is football time here. But I think it's fun, too. But pitchers and catchers report, what, the 15th of Feb? We got NFL playoffs right now, and we're in the absolute middle of basketball season. So I do I, not I do not pine for baseball. But, you know, spring bleeds eternal, man, you know? Yeah, I it's mean, it's like that hope, and it just—it's just baseball. The crack baseball of the bat. is great in the spring, and it's great if you make the playoffs. But what about in the middle of July and when the Royals winter. are fifty and sixty-seven? You're like, ugh. I remember the last time I was in spring training. It was like the coldest day in Arizona. It was like thirty-something degrees. Of course, I'm just in shorts order, but that was fine with it, right? But it did snow a little bit, just a little bit outside of Phoenix. I looked it up by the way because it was going to bug me. Trevor Lawrence's losses on a Monday in the national championship game and then on a Friday against Ohio State. I'm telling you guys, Mr. Saturday, man. Okay, you you were right. Mr. Saturday special. How was I supposed to know it was on a Friday? Those semifinals are usually on a Saturday. But why would they put out a stat that wasn't true? It was CBS that put it out. Come on. I wanted to double check. That's all I just I'd needed to know. I always heard he had never lost on Saturday. He's not used to losing, to be honest with you. He just doesn't lose very often. He's had to take his lumps. With the Jags, but I'd put him right up there uh, with the, I think he's getting into that quarterback club in the AFC. He's not Mahomes. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Joe Burrow at this point, but I don't know what it is, but I think it's good for the Chiefs, but they have become the hated team, haven't they? I mean, you got Joe Mixon, the outstanding running back of the Bengals, who, by the way, was in that vaunted offensive display game that everybody talks about with Mahomes and Mayfield. Mixon had like 200 yards rushing over 100 yards receiving. He dominated that game. But Joe Mixon was talking about the Bengals being the big dogs. And I stand on it. It's like we're the big dogs of the AFC, and everybody knows that. They're gunning for us, but and we know we're going to get everybody best shot. But at the end of the day, if we're not turning the ball over and taking care of the little things, um, we can't be beat. So we just got to go ahead, and we're going to take everybody best shot, but they better be ready to take ours. I mean, whether it was the Bills, whether it's the Ravens, it could be bullet, bulletin board material for anybody. But, I mean, the facts is the facts. And when it come down to it, when it come down to it, we know when we take the field, can't nobody touch us if we on our game. So we just got to go ahead, go out there, and take care of business. It ain't no, no other way around it. Since the big dogs, the big dogs can stick their chest out a little bit, can't they? They just got to shut them up. Wouldn't it be best? I know the Chiefs 
have had their luck against the Bills. And listen, it's been taking some luck. Like last year, the 13 seconds, the Grim Reaper. Feel the Reaper. Still love that, that moment. Still one of my favorite Chiefs games. And I think the Grim Reaper would have lived on in infamy had the Chiefs, you know, gone on and beat the Bengals the following week. They would have gone down like 65 toss power trap. Do we have time to run Wasp? The Grim Reaper. Love the Grim Reaper stuff with Patrick Mahomes. But they're the hated team. Like, people love to, like, the fans of the Bills, the fans of the Bengals, they hate the Chiefs. It reminds me of the Patriots hate that they got because they were so damn good for so long, racking up Super Bowls. And you're looking at Mahomes. He's going to be a two-time MVP. He's already a Super Bowl MVP. He's won a Super Bowl. He needs to get that other Super Bowl title, which I think he gets. I think he gets several more, to be honest with you. He's only 27. Don't forget Steve Young's in the Hall of Fame. He really didn't really start cooking until he was over 30. A lot of players don't cook until they're over 30, but they're the hated team in the National Football League. Like, there's not one fan base that looks at the Chiefs and gives them praise. It's the Chiefs versus the world. It's the Chiefs fans versus the world. I think that's a good thing when your team is that hated. I think it's a good thing, too. And there's also, like, very much Chiefs fatigue, I feel like. Everybody wanted the Chiefs to to lose the AFC West. They were picking every single team except for the Chiefs to win that division. And then the Chiefs went out there and went 6-0 and against their own division. So I think people kind of look at that like, oh, geez, the Chiefs again. The Chiefs don't play that great of football all the time, but they win every single game 27-24. You know, they find a way to get it done. And I feel like that's what a lot of those Patriots teams did too. Right up until the time it was January, then they were a buzzsaw. So. How many times did people count out the Patriots and Tom Brady? Remember 2014? Like, take yourself in the Wayback Machine. The Chiefs played the A's. Or, the, excuse me, the Royals played the A's the next day. Remember that? That was yeah. the, the Monday night game. Monday the night game. They hammered yeah. the Patriots 41-14. to 14. They ended up winning the Super Bowl. Remember after that game, people are questioning, is Brady washed? Well, then there was a year where the Chiefs played the Patriots on the first week of the season and beat them. And everyone thought they were washed then, too. Well, they, they think he's washed. He just wins Super Bowls. He yeah. just keeps doing it. And I remember the year that the, uh, the Bucs ended up beating the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Later that year... Because the Chiefs beat them in the regular season, hammered them. Then remember against the Rams, the two-minute drill? Like Tom Brady throws a pick. People are like, Tom Brady's done. What's he do? He just goes and wins the Super Bowl. He is so frustrating. He's definitely public enemy number one, in my opinion. I think the Bengals are right there, too. Jay, you wanted an example of never, never hit send? Is that season before the season, I was talking to a friend, and I said, there's no chance that Brady's any good. Him and Gronk are both washed. They will do nothing in the playoffs. And then they went and beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. It's, it's what they do. It's what Tom Brady does. That's why I think the Cowboys are going to win. The Cowboys are a better football team. Dak Prescott, you know, can he get the job done against Brady? I hope he does. Well, I don't really care if he does. Like, I don't like that game. Like, I'm watching all these games just a neutral observer, to be honest with you. It would be nice to see the Ravens beat the Bengals, so you don't have to worry about the Bengals. It would be kind of funny and poetic justice for them to be one and done. And for the Bills lose Miami and have Skylar Thompson, the local kid, beat the Buffalo Bills, that would be outstanding if that happened. But the Chiefs are hated. No matter where you go, no matter who you talk to, people are always – and Chiefs fans are getting so mad about it. They go back and forth, Bengals fans, Bills fans, Raiders fans. Raiders, the owner was upset that so many Chiefs fans were in Allegiant Stadium watching the Chiefs and Raiders. One, Vegas is a great destination. That is always going to be the game that's circled with any team. Oh, we're in Vegas. Boom, they book their tickets and they go. So you just got to deal with that. When you put a team 
in the fun capital of America, you're going to get the other fan base in droves. The other thing is you got to start winning, baby. you got to win games and people start going and rooting for your team. But there's still a lot of fans from other teams that are going to go to the game, but people hate them. And then the Chiefs did the ring around the rosy play, which was absolutely hilarious. And not only that, it was a 14-3 game at this point. It wasn't like they were just, you know, hot dogging at the end. But wasn't that a beautiful play strategically? Like, I think you're going to see this. Can you watch high school football or college football? You'll see a lot of the stuff the Chiefs do, especially in the red zone, which, by the way, they have more red zone touchdowns than any team in the National Football League by five. A lot of people are like, oh, Chiefs red zone, they, they can't score touchdowns. Well, that's actually factually not true. They have five more than any other team. But, you know, the underhanded shovel passes, the tight end, those kind of things. But that ring around the Rosie was great because they all dispersed and you didn't know who, where, who was where. And all of a sudden, McKinnon, the former college quarterback, is a quarterback. Mahomes in the backfield. Like, you got to think, you saw the Raiders. When the Chiefs did that ring around the Rosie, which is still impressive, try to go around the circle and then figuring out where you are. They did that play and then made somebody on the Broncos mad. Yeah, Quinn Miners. People, people got mad about that play. All across the league for no reason. He, he was crying about it. This is a guy on a team, and he hadn't been through all the L's. They have not beaten the Chiefs in 15 times. So why, it, when you cry about stuff like that, it's kind of silly. Plus, you put all those videos of him blocking a tree. But Quinn Miner, this is Quinn Miners. Here's uh, what he had to say, by the way. I said it before. I'm, I'm sick of losing to the Chiefs. That is like... My number one goal that I'm like have like looking at every day is I really want to beat them. Um, I'm gonna say it because it's it's one on my on my chest. The fact that they did that little ring around a rosy play against the Raiders like genuinely like like pissed me off, and I'm I'm just excited for that for that day and for that moment. And that's one of the things that I'm preparing for going into next year. He wants to beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs are so much in their heads. He's talking about this. He wouldn't even in that game. He's with the Broncos talking about that Raiders play. That's how much the Chiefs are in other people's heads. I mean, they're just tap dancing like Fred Astaire in their heads, which is a good thing when the National Football League is so concerned about what you're doing if you're the Chiefs. But that play was – who would want to play for the Chiefs? That's a free agent, like, advertisement in it. Come play for the Chiefs and have fun. Because what other coach, especially with the stature of Andy Reid, it's third all-time in postseason wins – listens to the players like Mahomes and Kelsey go out and design those plays and think about them. They run them by them, run by the enemy, run them by Andy Reid. Hey, can we do this? These are designed by them. The trick, I think it's beautiful. I remember in the, uh, the Rose Bowl, right? Play in the Super Bowl where they spin, but you try going around. We're about to take a break. We take a break. Well, I want you to spin in a circle and then come right back to the board and see if you can. Like, put your headset down, spin in a circle, see if you can come well, right back. I'm not back. spinning in a circle. They were, like, walking around in a circle. Well, I'm going to try to walk around the circle and see if I can find my chair. Okay. Yeah. We'll do I that I think here. you'll be able to figure it out. On the break. Coming up next, why Andy Reid's coach of the year, and he won't win it. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. from center block, which is a good thing. His mini was all in. He was just completely all in. Andy Reid should be coach of the year. He's won a one-time 2002. Sean Barber was on that team, by the way, the barbershop. But he's not going to win it this year. 
I've seen more and more people discuss this. Obviously, probably Doug Peterson's going to get it going from worst to first, like he did with the Jags. Won his division. And a lot of times, people have already voted, and playoffs don't really matter because the best coach doesn't always win this because Andy Reid's won it one time. One. Belichick, I think, has won it three times. John Harbaugh's won it a couple times. Ron Rivera's won it a couple times. Matt Nagy's even won the award. But Andy Reid's not going to win it. Hear me out here. Being consistent in the NFL, seven straight division titles, tied with the Rams from the 80s. Only the Patriots 11 have won more. But to be good every single year, flip the roster like he's done, lose Tyreek Hill and still have the number one offense in the NFL, number one points per drive in the NFL, number one points per game in the NFL, number one passing offense in the NFL, actually the only team with 400 yards per game, number one red zone scoring offense in the NFL without Tyreek Hill. That doesn't get considered, but it should, Grant. Yeah, I, of course I'm all in on Andy Reid. He's a great coach. He needs more recognition, but his teams are often very good, but unspectacular maybe. Like he's not winning 15, 16 games every year. It's much more like every year it's like 14 and 3, 13 and 4. And I don't think that really grabs the headlines. Plus he's not like a big media guy. He's not out there and got a lot of juicy sound bites. He did do a commercial it. though. He did, he did do a commercial, but he's not like constantly in the media for for all of his his talk. He did a commercial for State Farm. I mean, doesn't that kind of uh, add some street cred? And didn't Patrick Mahomes say they're going to try to get him back for another one? Yeah, why wouldn't you? I don't know. He's pretty good in that commercial. Andy Reid was a superstar. But he's not going to win it. But I think a lot of times we don't look at how difficult it is to do what the Chiefs are doing. The NFL wants parody. They, they love the story of the Jags going worse to first. This is what the NFL is. That's why there's seven teams that are different in the playoffs this year than last year. People flip. Coaches get fired. GMs get run. The draft order changes. Matter of fact, Seattle had the highest draft pick in, what, uh, eight, nine years? Being a playoff team because they have the Broncos pick. <laughs> Actually, people are going to cheer that one. When Seattle's on the clock, that was Denver's pick because of the whole Russell Wilson debacle. But I don't think there's enough credit given to – I guess we take it for granted. You take it for granted how good coaches are. Andy Reid has had – he averages 12 wins a year with the Chiefs. Nine and seven is his worst record, and that was 2014. Not only that, he didn't win it in 2012 or 2013, excuse me. Remember 2012 was so bad. The Chiefs didn't have a lead nine weeks through the season. We compared to the 1927 Buffalo Bison. Didn't have a lead. He just comes to Kansas City, immediately starts 9-0. They had the first pick in the draft that year, Eric Fisher. They had the first pick in the draft. He comes to Kansas City. Waves his magic wand, 9-0, they make the postseason. Didn't win coach of the year. Yeah, I mean, there are some misses there. He's definitely had some performances that weren't that sort of success. But being consistent in the NFL is the toughest thing, but it's not even being considered. But, you know, people think it's ridiculous. I say, well, Andy Reid should be coach of the year. And you say, well, well it's, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. I get it. But remember last year, people, quote, figured the Chiefs out. Yet they still found a way to have more points per drive than any team in the National Football League, but teams did slow them down. And people only say, oh, but it's the Kansas City Chiefs because of what Andy Reid has done here. Like he's I, the architect of building this this juggernaut. I look at Andy Reid and think of, uh, think of just that pelt on the wall that Mahomes is. Remember, he's always known as the quarterback whisperer. You know, the guy that could turn any quarterback around. I think Mahomes was his litmus test. That he brings in 
Patrick Mahomes, what can he do with Mahomes? Because Mahomes ultimately failed. Wouldn't it have gone on Andy Reid? Of course it would have. And there's been a big debate who picked Mahomes. Was it Mac Nagy giving him the play sheet before they were going to ask him the interview? Was it Brett Veach that was an assistant at the time in the front office, but very influential one, or John Dorsey, the GM? No, it was none of the above. Andy Reid chose Patrick Mahomes. Chiefs were in line to get a quarterback. They interviewed quarterbacks. Guess who made the final call? Andy Reid. Any argument whatsoever wouldn't read to pick Patrick Mahomes. I know he's not, quote, the GM. And he didn't have the responsibilities like Philadelphia. Still, he carries the most weight inside that front office. He and Patrick Mahomes. Now, if Mahomes would select a player, they might listen to him because he's been good at it. But Andy Reid, if you're getting a quarterback, you're letting him pick it, aren't you? I mean, having the whole Dorsey-Beach debate is not even worth it, is it? Yeah, it's definitely not worth it. I don't really care. As long as Patrick Mahomes got here, we can't change that now. So who cares who drafted him? And he's changed. Don't forget January 4th of this year. And I know we're on what? What what day are we on, Grant? It's the 15th, halfway through. So January 4th, which, by the way, this weather, back to the weather, this January has been awesome. It has been really nice. I mean, this has been shorts weather. (laughs) It really has. Even for people, not me. I'm sure February, March, we'll get our butt kicked one week. Just do me a favor and unhook your garden hose from your house. Because if you're out there and like, hey, I'm going to wash my car in my, my yard, my house. And <laughs> then you get those frozen pipes. I've done that, man. And I hooked it back up, did it, and I forgot to unhook it. And then it freezes again because inevitably it's going to freeze again. And, yes, that water does back up. That's just my PSA uh, for the time. But 913-586-7610 is your coach of the year. Are we overlooking Andy Reid just because we're taking it for granted that he's good every single year? Flip the roster. As I've said many times, only four guys on this roster predated Mahomes. Winchester, Butker, specialist. Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey. They have literally completely flipped this roster right in front of us. And you have to do it. You have to do it with shrewd trades, right? You got to trade for Orlando Brown when you didn't have a left tackle. And they still got a big question on what to do with him in the offseason. But you did get Nick Bolden because they sent back pick 58 that turned into your all-time leading tackler in a single season. Nick Bolden's going to probably end his career as the number one all-time tackler in Chiefs history. You got him with pick 58. He did come over in the Orlando Brown trade. But you got to make sure you mean you got to take Parker Anger and flip him for Chevrius Ward. It's down with the, uh, by the way, he had a terrible game against NDK Metcalf. Yes, he looked terrible. He's getting cooked. But he's a starter with the 49ers defense. And, again, Beats just does a little trade and gets him. Jarek McKinnon, you brought him back for league minimum. I think it's the best offseason addition. I put that on Twitter, and it was meant with a bunch of, well, he was on the roster last year. Well, yeah, duh. You think I don't know that? But he was a free agent. He didn't sign with the Chiefs till June 14th last year on a one-year deal. He makes league minimum, Grant. And he's got nine touchdowns. League minimum. And not only that. The things he does that didn't even show up in the stack book, like his blocks, you know, freeing Mahomes, that last second throw to Travis Kelsey for a touchdown, Jerick McKinnon. Freeing Mahomes on that uh, scramble he's doing for 10 yards, Jerick McKinnon. Scoring touchdowns at will, receiving the ball out of the backfield. Again, I think it's one of the three most important things for Reed. Can you block? Can you catch? Can you run? In that order, exactly. But, yes, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, have earned Andy Reid, I think, coach of the year at this point. Coming up next, though, the all-pro list's out. And the Chiefs are all over that. Explain next. 
You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Welcome back. Happy Sunday to everybody. Jay Binkley, Grant Nicholson. It's a football Sunday. We got three games. You had two yesterday. You got one tomorrow night. I will be glued to the television. I told you I already selected my uh, playoff beers for each game. There's a different flavor, a different variety. What are you drinking for today's game? Because I am curious. Water. You going bourbon? Water. Why, 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 though? Did you drink too much last night? Because no. I know, I know you don't just drink water. No, I've got a, I'm going to the gym this afternoon, so I'll miss one of the games. I don't know what I'll have for the evening game. I go to the gym, too. I know, but I'm saying it's, I'm, I'm not going to drink before I go to the gym. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Because I don't want to be. No, I'm just not going to do it. Before you gym selfie? Yeah, yeah. Go pose in front of the mirror in your yeah. banana hammock? My Instagram's going to be popping. Popping? Put the yeah. altitude mask on? Flex? <laughs> you know you want to do it, Grant. No. An altitude mask? No. Yeah, you've seen those? I've seen them, of course. You've seen the uh, altitude mask? Put the put the weight vest on so I can go on the treadmill. It actually makes sense, like, if you're going to play football in Denver. I'm not going to play football in Denver, I know. Though. Yeah, be in mid-20s and not playing pro sports and wear an altitude mask. A little ridiculous. But I'll, I'm sure I'll find something to drink for the for the Bengals and the, the Ravens tonight. Like, gyms are some of the <laughs> my favorite places that people watch. Like, seriously. Like, I get it, man. When you're in your early 20s, I once went out to GNC. Remember when McGuire, like, they found that uh, Andrew Steendion, like, in his locker? And it was sold at GNC. Like, it wasn't, like, an illegal substance you got. It was purchased at a place like GNC. You know who took a break from their work and ran right out and got it? I think it was this probably guy. you. Yeah. yeah. It was this guy. Did it? Did it work? Absolutely. He went up like 75 pounds no on each leg. Oh, yeah. It's the Andrew Poppers. goes like, right. But anyway, I, but they took it right off their shelves. I knew they would. Like, you knew they would at some point. Like, as soon as it's out there that McGuire purchased it there, it was going away. But you know what? This guy went out and bought a bottle of it. And it worked. Well, it's mid-20s. Who cares, man? You know, you're done. You got there and crushed a handful of dingers. Yeah, you're done. I'm more mature now, kind of. Well, not really, but. I wouldn't do that now. I mean, that one doesn't matter. Just maintain. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're probably in that era where you're trying to get ripped. I have no desire to bulk, no. Weren't you trying to get a girlfriend, or do you have one? I, I have a girlfriend, yeah. Okay, so this has changed. Because when you and I used to do shows together, you were trying to find a girl. I was telling you, clean yourself <laughs> up a little bit, shower. I got Start flaunting that Kansas State degree and try to find a woman. What? <laughs> I clean myself up? Jay, I look the exact same. I look just as scruffy as I did before I met her. But is your dad and mom? I know they listen. They yeah. try to t- turn you around a little bit. Turn My dad does not enjoy the hair. I think, at least when I was a kid, he really wanted me to get a hair. Are you going for the Trevor Lawrence look? I'm not going for the or Trevor Justin Lawrence Herbert? look. I just like the long hair. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just easier to maintain. I don't have to go to get haircuts all the time. See, I find it easy because I, I have my hair extremely short. It's a half all the way around. It's nothing fancy. My dad cuts his own hair. He just gets the rate. It gets the. Like a floby? Is it like one of those circle things? I have no Because I've idea. got one of those. It's just a classic like. Half is best. And when you go in there and say just a half, they love it. Because there's no style with, there's no nothing. It takes like three minutes. Yeah, but I To go, get a haircut. I get my haircut once a year. 
You know, I don't have to worry about going. Once a year? Yeah, once a year. I get it every day, every two weeks. See, exactly. Cut down on my haircuts. Every two weeks I get a haircut. It's way too often. I have more hair on my face than my head. Way too often. You'll get old ones. Yeah, I'm sure eventually I'll go to a I mean, look at haircut. Vern. Someone on the text line is asking about Vern. I can't wait to hear from Vern because it's great to hear him work again. But he'll be going out there spring training. You know, spring bleeds eternal. We'll hear uh, hot stove stuff from Vern. Remember, he had hair. Back when we were both hired, we were hired the same day. And we used to do a show together, the two to six. It was called the big show. It was changed quickly, but we did one <laughs> together. But he had hair. And then it started to go away. And now it's like, man, just like don't don't part it, don't screw it, they just cut it off, man. Like my dad used to have kind of a comb over and tell him we sat down with him one night. I said, listen, you, you, intervention. Inter- you had an intervention on it? Intervention. Him? No man. way. <laughs> just snip it, man. Just cut it off. I'm not I'm not concerned about losing my hair. It's not a concern. Well, I'm not either, but it, I mean, I wear hats all the time, too. I don't think it's helped my lettuce, but, you know, just half all the way around. Okay. Makes one, hair, one haircut a year. You know, I just got one this past week, too. I kind of need a playoff one because it was a bye week cut. cut huh? It was a bye week cut. Did you check out the uh, All-Pro and NFLPA sure. Pro Bowl list this week? Of course, yeah. Which one do you value more? Pro Bowl, which is, listen, Pro Bowl is better than making the uh, – no, excuse me. All pro is definitely better than making the Pro Bowl because no one really cares about the Pro Bowl. People that make the Pro Bowl don't deserve it because it's in thirds. One-third fans, one-third coaches, one-third players. It's all in thirds. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, fans are going to pick who they want. Just like in baseball, regardless how good you are, you're going to get picked if the fans like you, right? I don't put any stock in the Pro Bowl. The NFLPA one came out this year, NFL Players Association, who put this out. For too long, we've allowed everyone else to define the best of uh, us as players. That ends now. This year, we made the call with the first players all-pro team. We asked players across the league to select who had the most impact this season. Now, they did it in several different ways. Um, they chose it. They said only active NFL players can vote, and they get only one vote. If a player missed five or more games since week 15, they are ineligible. This is to ensure that we are choosing the best players who had the most impact this season. Players cannot vote for themselves or for their own teammates. So that makes it more fair. Doesn't it? Wow, you can't, you can't even root for, no. vote for your own teammates? Like Mahomes had to vote for somebody else. Mahomes can't go in there and just can't vote like, for his teammates. Orlando Brown, Joe Tooney. <laughs> players vote for the position group they play in and line up against. So the Chiefs, NFL PA first team, Mahomes, Kelsey, Chris Jones, and Tommy Townsend. Which, by the way, speaking of long hair, Tommy Townsend. He's got some flow. He's got some lettuce. He's got some locks. So Tommy Townsend as well. That's the NFLPA. I know the Pro Bowl is cool because the Chiefs did have all pro. First team was Mahomes, Kelsey, Jones, Townsend again. It went right with the NFLPA, to be honest with you. But second team, they do a second team. Tooney and Humphrey made it, which is good. Good for those guys. Trey Smith, I think, is on the outside looking in because this guy is a pancake master. I mean, this guy is always pancaking somebody to the ground. He's fun to watch. But the NFLPA thing's cool, right? If it's your own position group voting, like the NFL Top 100, like don't you put more stock into this? Like you can't vote for yourself and you can't vote for your teammates. Then you're truly voting the best player. I guess. I mean, I don't. I think they're both probably important. I think the all-pro list is usually pretty good, as well as now this new PA list. 
from the NFLPA. I think the NFLPA list would be the one you'd want to be on. That ought to be well, the one your Wikipedia page, like instead of All Pro or Pro Bowl. Or, well, put those on there, but put NFLPA. Yeah, probably. But now we have like so many of these lists. But Pro Bowl again, when you're doing one third, one third, one third, yeah, can't do it. No. In the Pro Bowl this year, it's a popularity contest. I watch the Pro Bowl every year. You know, this year it's going to be about skills contest. They're yeah, actually they, having the longest drive in they, the Pro Bowl and three flag football games. They came out with a bunch of new stuff that they're doing too, so I don't. I'm not interested. They should have a beer chugging thing. They won't do it. <laughs> but I'm serious though. But I know the NFL won't do it because the NFL shied away from everything. They used to shy away from betting. Now they're like in bed with MGM and FanDuel and everybody else. It's like a sign of the times. Just do it. It's like Neil. We pay our college athletes, right? I need to get back out there and do some beer chugs. (coughs) Keep myself frosty. You were good. I used to be good. You were very good. I gave you your money's worth. You and I are the top two at the station. It's a photo finish. Some people say I won. you You and I are the top two at the station, hands down, not even close. Kramer fancies himself, but no. Kramer, I, Kramer was burping before we were done. I took you to the wire. Jay. You did, man. You were good, and we redid it because it was so close. It was so close. You, you were, lost the tape of the first but one. But you were very good. At, I got good at the pandemic from doing that, you know, the, the old <laughs> chugging thing. Yeah. I got very good at it. This is one of my, my few skills I have is uh, able to chug beer, which if you're going to have a skill, why not that? Sure. You know, I wish I could play pro ball. wish I was faster, had more agility, things like that. I think we all do, right? That's why I watch it as fans or talk about the game. I can't do it, talk about it, right? That's what I say. But the bottom line is the NFLPA, being in that club, being voted by your peers, I think makes more difference than a media guy with cheese all over his shirt voting for you. Like this, stop laughing because you know it's aren't, true. Aren't you the media guy, though? Aren't you the one making fun of? I mean, I know you probably aren't voting all pro stuff, but. I, I used to vote AP stuff, but here's the thing, man. The media is sloppy. They are. Yeah. Not only that, but in the press box at Arrowhead. There's always, like, fruit, and it's always, like, full. But, like, the cookies and cakes are gone. All gone. <laughs> it's gone. But the fruit, it's still there. Sure, the media likes They like taking pictures of it, too, and put it on Twitter. Look at our spread. Yeah. Office for the day. I mean, they love that stuff. Matter of fact, I, I think it's funny. Like, we send each other the pictures for office of the day. Like, who's going to be the first one? First office of the day. But I digress. Uh, coming up next, uh, we have Ron Kopp coming up at 1130. Talking Chiefs, looking forward to the playoffs, maybe even talk a little bit of draft as well as the draft here in Kansas City. We have a lot of fun stuff planned for that. You know, I love the NFL draft and having it in Kansas City. Mm, absolutely perfect. Coming up next, I'll look back at the wild card games yesterday and look forward to today. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.